You're listening to the Golden Edge Podcast, sponsored by Station Casinos, STN Sports, and presented by the Las Vegas Review-Journal and Blue Wire. Here's your hosts, David Shane and Ben Goats. What is up, hockey fans? This is the Golden Edge Podcast, the podcast where the Las Vegas Review-Journal talks about hockey. Uh, I am Ben Goats, one of your Golden Knights beat writers for the Las Vegas Review-Journal, joined, as always, by my colleague, David Shane. And a very special guest, we have a second Ben on the podcast today, and that is Golden Knights defenseman Ben Hutton. Ben, how are you doing? Hey guys, I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. No, no problem. We're very happy to have you. Uh, We've got so much to talk to you about and to get into today. Before we do that, I just want to remind everyone uh, that the Golden Edge podcast is sponsored uh, by Station Casinos, SDN Sports. We are also presented by the Las Vegas Review Journal. Please check out all our written work at reviewjournal.com. And we are also presented by Blue Wire. Um, also, if you guys could rate, review, subscribe, whatever you do podcast, please do this one. We would. All right, Ben, I wanted to start off. You guys are coming off a huge win in Calgary uh, last night, but are still kind of in the thick of the playoff hunt right now. Uh, what is it kind of like being in the middle of this race with two weeks left in the regular season? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's a lot of fun, obviously. Uh, it's fun, stressful. Uh, we almost treat every game like a, a game seven because um, we know where we stand in the standings. And, uh, you know, obviously uh, we know the playoff hunt is a, is a, tight, is a tight race right now. So uh, it's a lot of fun, but uh, there's some stress mixed in. But, you know, coming off like big wins against Calgary and stuff like that definitely makes it uh, that much more enjoyable. So how much of a scoreboard watcher are you? Are you kind of checking the phone and all of that as this goes along when you can? Yeah, definitely. Uh, more and more so lately, uh, for sure. Like, you know, when you get back to the hotel or back to your place after after a game, uh, you know, you pop the, the standings up and see 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 where you uh, where, where we lie and then, um, you know, see how the other teams that you're in the race with did that night. Um, and it's, it's been real tight lately, so it's, uh, it's fun to watch. And then, you know, to shift gears more to you personally, uh, First of all, I bring up congratulations. You signed an extension about a month, 10 days ago. So it's been a little bit, but we obviously first time having you on the podcast. Uh, what did it mean for you to kind of sign that after the year you've had? Yeah, uh, I felt good. Uh, you know, the last few summers, it's been, uh, you know, pretty stressful uh, coming to the end of the summer, not knowing exactly where you're going to be. So, uh, you know, this secures my my spot for a couple, couple more years uh, in Las Vegas. And obviously it makes you feel feel good about your game and, and, and knowing that the, you know, the team that you're with wants you for a couple more years, obviously as a feel good. I know it wasn't like front of your mind, you know, as you're playing, but was that kind of a goal, you know, maybe to impress and to earn a contract and do you have any idea that it was coming once, uh, once things were getting finalized there? Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, uh, I, w- I, w- I want to be truthful. I wasn't really thinking about it. Uh, I was just thinking about playing my game and trying to play the best that I can. And then, uh, you know, uh, my agent and, and the GMs with, with Kelly and that uh, were talking. And uh, so they talked for a little bit, trying to uh, to work out a deal. And then we we're where we could both be happy. And uh, I signed it and you know, we're going from there. So it was good. You mentioned kind of, you know, the craziness that can happen in the summers. What have kind of last, I guess, like six, seven months been like where you're maybe waiting for something over the summer, you get the PTO in Anaheim that doesn't work out and then kind of, it was early on in the season, but still, as the season's going on, you you join a team and obviously play well enough to kind of earn your spot. Yeah, uh, I mean, it was pretty crazy. I mean, obviously, you know, COVID and stuff like that, it's already a different kind of summer and you're trying to 
workout ways to skate without like, I mean, I was back in Ontario. So uh, there was times where it was like, Hey, you're good to go to the rink. And then, then it was all of a sudden COVID shut everything down. And then you're, you know, so it's already kind of a whirlwind of a, of a summer. And then you're trying to find a spot to go. And it was actually weird. I signed a PTO with, with the ducks, but I, I went to camp and I didn't even skate with them once. So yeah, it was, it was a little bit different. Um, I don't know if they had some internal things going on there or whatnot, but uh, yeah, it was a bit different. So then, and then, I, and then obviously I go home from there and now my mind's really racing. Um, and then I got the call from, uh, from Vegas and uh, couldn't have been happier. So it was good. So you kind of mentioned the mind racing and, and everything like that. How confident, you know, were you that a team was going to call at that point? Yeah. Well, I mean, I've always been pretty confident in my game and I know, you know, like throughout the summer I'm, I'm skating with NHL players and, and stuff like that. Like Claude, me and Claude Giroux are uh, pretty much we're workout partners. We skate together one-on-one all the time. And I, I would like to say he's in the top tier players in the NHL. Um, you know, I'm just playing against him all summer and stuff like that. Like I'm, I'm confident, was confident in my game and stuff like that. So I guess I was just right, waiting for the right call and the right place to go and, I'm glad that uh, Vegas did call because I, I feel good. I feel at home here. So it's good. I mean, you mentioned you were confident in your game, but what was it like when kind of teams are starting up mid-October and you kind of still haven't found a landing spot yet? What was that like kind of watching teams go through and kind of try to probably keep in shape without having a team? Yeah, that, that, that was the weirdest part. That was the first time that I've actually been at home and like NHL games are on TV and I'm watching NHL games and I'm like, what the heck? Like, where, like, where am I going? What's going to happen here? Um, so for sure, a little bit stressful and, you know, but at the same time, I just tried to stay, tried to stay calm and confident, um, and just waited for a call. So that I knew when I did get to wherever I was going at the time, uh, that I'd be ready to play. So, uh, I mean, I, there's no fans or buts about it. It was stressful for sure. And a little bit different, but, uh, it all worked out. So I'm happy. I think in the past you had kind of described it as an extended summer a little bit for yourself. So just what were you kind of doing? How did you stay in shape? How did you stay sharp and, and stay ready, you know, for when that call came? Well, that's exactly it. Uh, like I, I, I called it extended summer in the past. It was just, I pretty much stayed the same course. You know, I, I kept training with my trainer um, back home and then I kept uh, going with my, my skating coach and stuff back home as well. But, you know, the skates got uh, smaller and smaller to where it was actually just a one-on-one skate at the end. Um, I guess I was the last man standing, as you could say. Um, and, but yeah, so, I mean, I just extended my summer and kept, kept to my routine and kept, you know, focusing on getting stronger and faster and ready for the season. And, uh, and then when the call came and went, went and uh, tried to perform my best. Yeah. What was that adjustment? Like when you finally got that call from Vegas and you were able to join the Knights, what was it like getting up to speed kind of in the middle of the season as games are going on? Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously the first few few times that I came out to Vegas, uh, you know, the coaches had me doing the extra skates and stuff like that, just to make sure that I was in game shape ready. Um, but you know, we like to think of the hockey world as kind of a smaller world and usually, you know, a player here, a player there. Um, but really other than Martinez, I didn't really know too many of the guys. Um, I guess I knew Stoney a little bit, but, uh, yeah, I didn't, I wasn't, you know, too tight with many of the guys. Um, but obviously there's a great locker room, a great bunch, uh, bunch of guys. So, uh, they, they quickly made me feel at home, which, which was good. And I felt more, more comfortable, uh, you know, going to practice, going on the ice, making the jokes with the guys and stuff. So 
It was good. Was there anything in your career that you could draw on just experience wise, you know, that you could relate to for, you know, making that adjustment, you know, being traded or anything like that, that, that it was similar to? I would say like the year before when I got traded to Toronto, it was kind of a similar situation. You know, I was going into Toronto with uh, not too many familiar faces there. Uh, you know, you just quickly got to adjust, learn the systems, uh, you know, learn the tendencies of your teammates and your, and your players. Um, and then, and then after that, it's, I mean, it's still the same game that we know and love. Uh, it's hockey. So you just got to play hockey and, and go out there and play your best. When you got up to speed, a guy that you played a lot with has been Alex Petrangelo. What's it been like kind of his partner and learning what his game kind of entails? Uh, it's been good. It's been good. Yeah. It's fun playing with, uh, with Petro, uh, obviously a world class, class player, world, world class guy. Um, you know, he, he kind of does it all out there on the ice. So it's, uh, definitely fun to play with and and to build the chemistry with him how does he compare to maybe some of the other you know defensive partners that you've had you know in the past anything you've learned from him you know playing this year yeah i mean just just a lot a lot of the small things and you know uh you know it's like i've played with some pretty pretty good defensemen over the years with like you know you know dowdy and stuff like that too but uh you know petro's petro's been great he, he talks so much out there he makes it so much easier on like his partner or his forwards he's He's always he's always calling for a play or, or something like that, which makes which makes life easy out there for sure. And we got to ask: you've had four fights in your career coming into this season, and you've now had four fights with the Golden Knights. Is there something about the the hotter weather in Las Vegas that gets you? Or is <laughs> that just how things have worked out this season? Yeah, I mean, I think it's uh, it's just how it worked out this season. I mean, I've never really been one to to shy away or not really you know uh, afraid, I guess, to drop the gloves. Um, obviously there's a time and place for it. And I guess the time and place has come a few more times this year. Um, so I, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's part of the, part of hockey, it's part of the game. And, uh, you know, I feel like there's been times this year where it's need to be done and I've stepped up and did it. How much of that is, you know, maybe coming to a new team, you know, wanting to, you know, make sure you're getting some respect from your teammates as well. And, you know, as, as this goes along. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely respecting. I mean, obviously I wanted to show the guys, you know, that, uh, you know, I'm here for them. I, I got their back. And if, you know, push comes to the shove, I'm, I'm in there with them. And so for sure, respecting and obviously sticking up for your teammates and protecting them too. It's uh, it goes a long way. It makes, you know, guys feel more confident out there and, and, and just having each other's back. I mean, it's, it's a team game, right? So that's part of it. Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. Talk about you know, adjusting to the locker room, adjusting to the team. What's been adjusting to the city like? What have you liked about Las Vegas so far? You're kind of filling out your Pacific Division punch card here where you've got Vancouver, L.A., Anaheim, and now the Knights. But what, what stands out about Las Vegas so far to you? Yeah, I mean, it, the city is amazing. The fans are, are awesome. I mean, you can get up to something, whether you want to, you know, go for a hike or go for a nice dinner or, you know, go, go to a show. I mean, every, every single night something's happening in Vegas. Um, so it's a lot of fun to, fun to be there. And, and uh, I mean, there's, there's never a dull moment. If you want to chill out and just relax in your, your backyard and soak in some sun, you can. But if you want to, you know, go to a show and a nice dinner, you're, it's right there as well. So it's, it's kind of the best of both worlds in Vegas. You had to kind of jump right in, you know, with the hockey going at full speed. So have you had a chance to kind of get out around the city and explore a little bit? 
Yes. Yes, I have now. Uh, me and my girlfriend, uh, we've, we've tried to, you know, go to when we do go for dinner. Uh, I should say she, when she's not cooking, cause she's the cook <laughs> in the relationship. Um, we, we try and hit up a different dinner spot every night and we've tried to go to, uh, you know, multiple shows like Cirque du Soleil or magic shows and stuff like that too. So it's, uh, it's, it's, been, it's been pretty cool to, to see, you know, what, uh, what Vegas really has to offer. What's your favorite so far? Favorite restaurant, favorite show? I mean, catch is a pretty nice staple. Like, uh, I, I do like catch. Um, and then show probably one of the Cirque du Soleil's, uh, the Beatles Cirque du Soleil was pretty, was pretty Pretty cool to see, um, but there's so many good shows that they're all awesome. So there's a lot of good things about Beatles love. Um, one yeah. thing that we also know that you explored, you went to the Grand Canyon during the All Star break. Uh, what was your first uh, trip there out like? Yeah, uh, that that was amazing. That was I, I got to give credit to my girlfriend. It was kind of her pick um, on that. We had it because it originally it was going to be a really long break with uh, you know the Olympic break and All Star combined, and then it kind of got all switched up with all the COVID and stuff like that. So yeah, we decided to go to the Grand Canyon and honestly it was like, it was pretty breathtaking. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm usually not one for that. But when I first saw it, I was like, like, are you kidding me? Like this is, this is what it is. And we took a nice little tour and, and went for a couple of little hikes there. It was, uh, it was, it was pretty breathtaking for sure. It was, it was cool experience. So are there any other, uh, you know, like national parks on the list? Have you gotten out to like Bryce Canyon or, Zion in Utah or anything like that? No, no, we haven't. But uh, those are, I'm sure, on the list. Uh, the girlfriend will have those circled in our on our calendar to do list for sure. They're all great. Uh, Death Valley too, but maybe don't do that one in the summer when the temperatures are like super my, super hot. My sister actually was just visiting not too long ago and did that, and she said it was really cool too. So it's very cool. Yeah, yeah. the summer yeah. it's rough. Um, yeah. One of the things that. Uh, most people kind of knew when you first came tonight. There's a very famous uh, video of you, I believe, from your time with the Canucks <laughs> lip syncing to a uh, famous uh, song, Barbie Girl. Uh, yeah. Can you tell us a little <laughs> bit about how that came about and uh, how much you maybe yeah. enjoy still having that brought up years later? Yeah, yeah, that's fun. That one's been uh, that one's been sticking with me. That video went viral. Uh, <laughs> it was it was good. Yeah, it was. Um, one of the things that like the rookies have to do, uh, it's a big fundraiser, uh, event that, um, it's called dice and ice for the Vancouver Canucks. And, uh, they changed it actually after the year that, uh, I did it with a couple of the teammates. Um, but yeah, we had to do a lip sync battle and, uh, get up in front of a pretty big crowd. Actually, it's like 2000 people oh, wow. when you're up there. Yeah. When you're up there at the time, you're like looking around like, all right, like, come on, like, let's, let's do this. Um, so yeah, you know, I built up a little courage. Uh, I had a beer or two, and then uh, <laughs> started started busting some moves. I actually freestyled it too, which was which is pretty cool. So uh, no, that was a, that was a funny video that's that's gone viral. Uh, that one's sticking with me for sure. <laughs> Wait, did you pick the song, or did you have like no idea what was about to happen? I, we picked the song, but they they kind of made it harder on the rookies because they they told us we we're gonna have to do something we didn't really know. And then when you get to the event, they're like okay, what's your song? And, and, um, you know, do you have, want any props for it? And you're like, wait, like I have to do this in two hours. Like, what do you mean? Like, what's my song? So I, I kind of brainstormed for five minutes. And I was like, you know what? That's an easy one. Like everyone enjoys that song. Like, it'll be a fun one to, to you know, sing along to. And then, then when I got up there, the move just started coming to me and I was rolling with it. <laughs> 
have you kind of always been, you know, the, the happy go lucky guy on the, on the teams? Is that a trait that, you know, has maybe followed you around a little bit, you know, through life, through your career? Yeah, I, I, I would say so. I, you kind of nailed it there by happy go lucky guy. Uh, you know, I like to have fun with most things that I, that I do. Uh, you know, I try and bring a positive mindset to, to everything that I do. Um, so yeah, I, I would say so. Is that, I guess, an important trait that you've found like in your career? Because there's obviously been times where you've had to be the seventh or eighth defenseman or you've been fighting for kind of your lineup spot every night. I guess it's kind of carrying that positive attitude. Do you think something that's helped you kind of stick around with so many teams? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, no one no one likes – I mean, obviously there's going to be tough, hard days, especially in the NHL or, or games that, you know, you, you're not happy with your own game. And But at the end of the day, you know, it's you're, you're still in the NHL. You're, you know, you're still playing a game you love for – for a living. So, I mean, I feel if you bring a positive mindset, it's, it's, it's going to only help you, you know, especially mentally too. Like it, it can be a long draining season too. Right. So I think if you bring a positive mindset, it for sure helps them in the long run. Take us back a little, a little bit, excuse me, just on kind of your journey to the NHL, you know, obviously being a Canadian guy and then, you know, going to American college, it's, you know, more of a common route now, but it's not always the, the conventional route. What what was it like for you? How did how did that path take you to uh to the University of Maine? Yeah, so I mean, I grew up uh, in the Ottawa area, uh, playing hockey, and then uh, I played. I was drafted actually to the Kingston Frontenacs in the OHL, um, but I just, I played uh, juniors my first year, and then after that, I was you know coming kind of him and hawing like to go to OHL or to go NCAA and. You know, I kind of sat down with my agent and, uh, well, I guess advisor at the time. Uh, and um, you can say that now. Parents, it's OK. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And my, uh, my parents and um, we kind of just did the pros and cons of both sides. And, you know, my mom really wanted me to get an education. And, um, you know, I, I, I really liked the NCAA route as well. So, um, yeah, at the end of the day, the, there's more, more pros for myself uh, to go NCAA. Um, and that's what I did. Uh, so I went to Maine for, for, uh, three years. And then out of, out of there, I was, uh, lucky enough to sign with to Vancouver and, and to make the team at a camp. So it was good. The education was important. What'd you end up majoring in? Uh, business management. And I do not have a degree right now, but the first few summers I did chip away at it. Uh, but I did make a promise to my mom that I would get it. So I will eventually get it. Well, I definitely yeah. grew up watching the old main teams with like Paul Correa and Jim Montgomery and all that. How much do you still follow like college hockey? Did you watch the Frozen Four uh, at all this past week? I, I did not watch. Well, actually, yeah, I, I watched a little bit of the games, but uh, I mostly just just watch and follow the the main or main highlights and stuff like that. Uh, obviously, you know that's that's the, the squad. Um, so uh, yeah, I mean, um, I definitely still continue to follow with along with Maine. Um, I don't actually have any buddies remaining there, but, um, but I still keep, keep in touch and with my old teammates and we kind of follow along and see how the boys are doing in Maine. What was that kind of college to transition like for you, you know, to the NHL? Cause you mentioned you made the team out of camp, obviously stuck around quite a bit now, but what was it like kind of learning, you know, your first pro season on the fly there? Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, you know, yeah, like I said, I made it out of camp, but we I was lucky enough to have some some great veterans in, in Vancouver at the time. The Sedins, Burroughs, 
you know, Ham Hughes, guys like that, they were, that were, that were there and kind of showed me the ropes and showed me what it was truly like to be a pro. Um, so it, it was good. It was good going there and having the leadership there kind of uh, pay the path and show me how it was done. What do you, and just, you, you have, it seems like so many diverse, you know, interests and things like that. You seem like such a, you know, a, a fun guy. What do you think you'd be doing if, if hockey wasn't uh, available for you right now? Oh, uh, honestly, I think, I think I'd be teaching. <laughs> uh, I think I'd be a teacher. Uh, some reason I I've, I've gotten told that I, I would be a teacher, a good teacher. And I don't know. I, I've always, you know, I've always had good relationships with my teachers in the past, like high school and stuff like that. So I don't know. I think, yeah, maybe being a teacher. <laughs> Subject in mind, are you like a, a history buff or like, you know, like uh, well, I'd like to say Jim, <laughs> <laughs> Fair but, enough. uh, yeah, yeah. I, I did enjoy history a lot. Uh, I still do. Um, so yeah, maybe history slash gym teacher. If I could make that swing. <laughs> nice combo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I was going to say, I want to throw a little actually from the hockey standpoint, what has this playoff chase been like for you? Uh, you go through your stats and things like that and you have not played in a playoff game. So what is what has this been like? What is the maybe potential anticipation like for you with that? Yeah, I mean, I'm hungry, hungry. Like I, at the start of the year, that's the goal every single year is make playoffs and then go from there. Um, you know, and obviously we have such a strong team and I feel like this has truly been the first team that I've, you know, been on that is a playoff team. Um, not like harping the teams in the past or anything like that, but you know, the couple years of rebuilding and stuff like that. Um, but you know, we're, we're a powerhouse team. So, I mean, we're hungry. We, we want the playoffs and we know that like, once we get there, like look out, doesn't matter who we're playing, we know, and we feel confident we will, we will beat them. So that's, that's kind of the big, big goal. We're, we're kind of hungry for it and uh, we're ready for it. So that's kind of where we're at. I think you just answered it right there, but yeah, you know, mentioned this is a playoff team, powerhouse team. I mean, where is kind of the confidence level in your locker room right now, especially like coming off of such a good performance last night? Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, I feel good. I, I, the vibes in the locker room there are, are good. You know, we're getting healthier and healthier. We're getting more bodies back. Uh, we're, we're getting deeper um, in our lineup. So I, I mean, we're just feeling better and better as, as the days come and the bodies come back. So it's, it's been good. Do you guys notice a difference in the locker room, you know, when that calendar flips to that last month, you know, does everybody kind of get a little more serious, a little more, you know, a little more intense, a little more focused? Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, I, I, I wouldn't like to say like guys grip the sticks a little bit tighter, but, but guys for sure, you know, are, are, are dialed in. They, they want it more. Uh, I was using the word hungry. Like, I feel like we're hungrier now. Like we know like what's at stake and, and obviously, you know, games at the start of the year matter just as much as they, they, they matter now. But with it being the last month, I mean, you want, to, you want to feel good heading into playoffs. And obviously, you want to make the playoffs first, but you want to feel good. You want to make sure, you know, your systems are dialed in and everything's ready and, and, you're, and you're feeling good heading into playoffs. So We had a couple more for you before we let you go. But first, you proudly wore a Blue Jays hat on opening day to your little media scrum there. How, how are you feeling about Toronto this season after all the moves they made? Yeah, they're, they're shaking it up, but you know, they're, they're doing pretty good. They're doing pretty good. So they're off to, off to a pretty good start and hopefully they can, uh, they can ride that. And, uh, you know, I can get out to a few games this summer and then, uh, you know, watch, watch them win some games, you know? So I'm feeling good with the Jays. Okay. So I have Vladimir Guerrero on the, on my fantasy uh, baseball team. My good, like, Title coming, like he can carry me. Yeah, keep him. 
keep them. Do you ride them? Ride them. Keep them. There we go. <laughs> yeah. What is something that you know most fans uh, maybe don't know about you that uh, you could share with us? What are yes something that fans might not see on on the surface that oh you know, be interesting for them to get to know about Ben Hunt? Something that they don't know about me. Oh, I hate this question. I always like. I never know where to go with it. Yeah, like I mean, I they could kind of know now, but like I, I guess I, I'm, I'm like French bulldogs are like my weak spot. Like, if really? I see a, yeah, if I see a French bulldog like on the street or like if I'm walking the strip, like I almost have to stop every single time and just ask him his name, see how he's doing for the day, like <laughs> stuff like that. I mean, most dogs I, I have a soft spot for, but the French bulldogs for sure are. Uh, my or my weakness, I guess. <laughs> so do you, do you have French bulldogs? Obvious follow up question. Yeah, uh, yeah, we we have two uh, Scout and Franny. So yeah, they're they're the two princesses in the house. <laughs> two girls. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I have yeah. a princess that's a beach on freeze upstairs. So I totally get it. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, Ben, uh, thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to do this. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. That was Golden Knights defenseman. Ben Hutton, thank you everyone who also took the time to listen. Before we get out of here, just a reminder that the Golden Edge podcast is sponsored by Station Casino's SPN Sports. We are presented by the Las Vegas Review Journal. Please check out all our written work at reviewjournal.com. And we are also presented by Blue Wire. Uh, and if you guys could rate, review, subscribe, whatever you do podcast, please do this one. We would very much appreciate it. Uh, I'm Ben Goats. That was David Shane and special guest Golden Knights defenseman Ben Hutton. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. We'll talk to you again real soon. Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today.